and a one, and a two, and a three. Hello, and welcome back to Thoughts, Feelings, and Emotions, the podcast hosted by me, Frankenstein, also known as Daniel. Um, right, I apologize for last week. I didn't actually record one because I was a little bit busy, but... I have a little bit more of a structure now because I actually took some notes and took some things that I wanted to talk about for the last, I guess, two weeks now. Uh, Starting with the... I don't know if it's a new update because I I think it started when I updated my phone from the previous Android operating system to Android Pie. Um, And that's the Bluetooth symbol on my Samsung Galaxy S9. I don't know if it's on any other phones, but... When you turn on the Bluetooth, you don't get the bar at the top, like the little symbol at the top anymore, um, unless you're connected to something. So if you leave your Bluetooth on, there's no indicator at the top of the like screen anymore saying that the Bluetooth's on. So you can just leave your Bluetooth on and it won't give you any indication that your Bluetooth's on unless you flick down the top of the screen and notice, oh, hey, the symbol's blue. That means I need to turn off my Bluetooth. (laughs) Um, So that's just a minor inconvenience that I've had since basically the inception of Android Pie on my phone and the fact that they moved the uh, clock to the left, which I've gotten used to now, but that was a pain in the ass when I first got it, and the fact that the, um, for at least Samsung, I don't know, and I think other ones, They've taken the approach of rather than swiping left and right when you want to close your apps, you now have to swipe up, which I don't like. <laughs> I preferred swiping left and right because it's just an easy motion, and for some odd reason, the apps don't sit on the last app that you opened. It opens, it sits on the second to last app that you opened, which is weird to me because. I don't want the second to last app, I want the app. And the fact that they made it so that holding down the uh, bottom left thing that opens up that doesn't uh, split screen the screen anymore, you have to tap it, then go to its icon, and then open it in split screen view mode. Which is a lot of hassle, when before you could just hold it down and it would split screen it. But I digress, that's the minor inconveniences that has speaking of minor inconveniences uh the second topic that i wanted to talk about is the fact that i am getting more and more annoyed at the fact that my wrists keep fucking up in terms of my watch and my fitbit band and any other band because for some odd reason you tighten up your watch strap and it's fine And then as the course of the day goes on, it gets tighter or looser. And then you have to... The the little hooks that you hook your your wrist strap into aren't the right sizing for whatever's happened to your wrist, even though it was good the last time. So you've either got it too tight or it's too loose, and then it wobbles and you're uncomfortable because you have that little bit of wiggle room which means the the watch doesn't sit on your wrist properly. And I don't know if that's just because my wrists are the wrong size or the weirdest size or 
They keep changing size during the day, but it's really, <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing to complain about. But it's just that I've I've noticed it more and more when I keep wearing things on my wrist, uh, and I keep having to adjust the wrist strap so that the actual the thing sits on my wrist properly. But then at some points in the day. I'll tighten it because it's gone loose, but then the distance between the two little hook things is too big or too small, so it either doesn't sit tighten properly, so it's still loose, or you tighten it, but it's too tight, so you have the wrist strap too tight, which is just weird. Uh, what's the second, third thing? Uh, another minor inconvenience. I should probably name this segment or something. Just minor inconveniences. Um, if anyone wants to make a fucking, uh, intro for that, just minor inconveniences. Doodaloo. Uh, <laughs> um, there was a situation, uh, I think two weeks ago, maybe a week ago, uh, that just seemed strange to me. Um, I was at the gym. And I was in the showers, and two blokes decided to just have a full-blown shouting competition. Not like an actual shouting competition, but a full-blown conversation. But they were shouting because they were in the showers, and they had to talk loudly to actually be able to hear one another. But it's such a strange thing to me to have to have a conversation in the showers. And it was such a weird conversation because it was some business talk. And I was just like, Does, is the business that? bloody important that you have to do it in the showers where other people can hear this conversation and you're just chatting bollocks the entire time and it was just like oh my god I don't care can you shut up I don't want to listen to your stupid conversation about your business um, endeavours and it's just like my god shut up <laughs> Uh, what else have I done this week that I can talk about? This week, my god, I've... Well, at least this week and last week, um, I've seen so many bloody movies. Um, because, like I've said in the past, I have the Cineworld Unlimited card, so I can just book as many cinema tickets as I want during the month, and then pay for, like, two, essentially. I think the cost of the monthly thing is about two cinema tickets um so i've already gone to see four movies this month alone so it's already been worth it uh i went and saw tolkien which is the uh jrr tolkien dude who made lord of the rings books and the hobbit books um like movie about his life i don't know fully how accurate it is but i thought it was pretty good I enjoyed what I watched. Um, I liked the interpretation of the battlefield scenes when he was on the battlefield in World War One. I. I think I preferred them to Wonder Woman's World War One battle scene. Um, I liked the cast. I thought Nicholas Holt did a pretty good job. Uh, Lily Collins, his love interest, was very good. I very much enjoyed her. Uh, his friends... Uh, were pretty alright. Uh, the 
thing I just recently found out looking at the cast list, David Tennant's son's in this. Um, Ty Tennant as a young Christian, or Christopher, uh, one of uh, J.R. Tolkien's friends. Um, I'm also, I think in the thing, it was also one of his uh, arty friends. So one of the people he grew up with or like in a society of things. Uh, and also Craig Roberts, who is, I think, from Tracy Beaker. I'm going to just double check that, which, uh, because he's always been somewhat of a person that I've, yeah, Tracy Beaker, yeah, he's, um, Christ, who does he play? That is a blast of the past, I have not watched that show in a while, uh, who does he play from Rio Wellard? Was his name Rio, really? I didn't realise his name was Rio. That's weird. Also, some of these people you have... I haven't seen in fucking ages. They must have been really... Um... Young. I guess they were younger. They were older than me, technically. But, like... My God. That's a weird blast of the past. Um, what else? Uh, <laughs> Christ, forget that. Um... Oh, damn, he looks so old. <laughs> Never mind. Um, the other movies that I saw this week were 8th Grade, the movie by Bo Burnham, uh, one of my favourite comedians. Uh, that was a very good movie um, about day-to-day -day, like life of a teenager at this stage in time in like modern society. Um, my only gripes with the movie... Uh, were not a fault with the film. Like, it was just the fact of the subject matter that, like, weirded, grossed me out. It's more the sexualization of a teenage boy in the eyes of the main character. Um, I get it. I just don't like it. <laughs> it feels uncomfortable to me. And then the also creepy almost rapey scene in the car between the main girl and the friend of the high school college chick that she meets um that dude that scene is incredibly uncomfortable and i know why it's in the film but it is also really fucking gross to me um i didn't like it but i know why it's there and it is to do just that it is just to gross you out in terms of the uncomfortable situation that it puts you in and i didn't like it it made me uncomfortable but it's the point of that scene to do that so i can't fault the movie for that i thought it was very good um surprisingly though i didn't realize this because i i'd wanted to watch this for a while because it came out in america in july but it's only just come out in the UK, really. Um, but I not looked at the scores. I'm sitting on a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then like an 89 on Metacritic, and uh, 7.5 on IMDb, and 82% on uh, Google, which blows my bloody mind for the f first time Bo Burnham's made a actual movie. Uh, I know the dude is incredibly 
uh, meticulous in his work. Like all his comedy specials are high production, high, like just amazingly crafted pieces of work. So I wouldn't expect anything different from his movie repertoire. But to get such a high rating on his first movie, that's pretty damn good. Also, I really liked um, the high school, not high school, it's a high school, the American education system's like schooling system, like group thing is so confusing to me because it's eighth grade, but I think they're 12. So, and then it jumps to high school or uh, college, I don't know. Uh, freshman, sophomore, whatever. I don't get the American education like categorization for each year. Whereas in the UK, it's just year one, year two, year three, year four. Well, basically primary school, high school, and then uh, college and uni. So, but it's year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten, eleven, twelve. So it's really fucking simple. Um, whereas the American one just seems weirdly complicated in terms of eighth grade is when you're this old and you're moving on to this next subject matter or age group i don't know i don't tend to follow the american education system because it's not mine and it confuses me so why would i bother but yeah um it is a good film, but I liked Emily Roberts, who's not the main one. But I also liked Ellis Ellis Fisher, who plays the main chick. Um, but Emily Roberts, I like uh, Robinson, not Robinson, and Josh Hamilton, the dad. The dad was really good. Um, I liked him. I liked a lot of the cast. Um, but yeah, it just—it's a bit of an uncomfortable watch because it's deeply, deeply. Um, accurate to day to day life I'd imagine and it does show you as the uh, critic review here says all the awkwardness of early adolescence is here yet it left me wondering why so much of it had to be here I don't know if that's a good review I, I just read the first thing that the first review on there also what the hell is this what have I just logged into Christ almighty ah I don't know, to be honest. I don't know if that's a good review or not. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> but yeah, I'd recommend it. It's a good film. I'd also recommend Tolkien, if you are interested in J.R. or Tolkien's life. Uh, like I said, I don't know how accurate it is to his life, but I can say with a little bit more certainty, 8th grade does show an accurate representation, more or less. Um, I don't know what it's like to be a I think 13 yeah 13 year old girl because I'm a 20 year old guy but it is pretty accurate if you gender swapped it maybe without the creepy rapey vibe um for the car bit and the fact that she's trying to impress a 13 year old boy um and some other girly aspects of it um, if you're a 13 year old girl or a girl in general, I'd recommend it. <laughs> Whether or not you listen to me as a man is a different thing. <laughs> Christ. Um, other movies I watched this week in last two weeks, uh, Detective Pikachu. That was a lot of fun. 
not the biggest Pokemon fan in the world. I've played the first two, red and blue. I own most of the Game Boy ones. I never got any for the Nintendo DS. Uh, I didn't. I don't own any uh, Switch. I don't own a Switch, so I can't get any. I don't own any of them. Uh, I don't think they had any on the Nintendo Wii, and if they did, I didn't have any for that, except for Smash Bros. Possibly. Um, but I enjoyed it. I liked Ryan Reynolds. The twists and turns were all very twisty and turny. Um, I I don't know whether or not I should bother spoiling these movies, but um, I might as well spoil fucking Pokemon because why the fuck not? Uh, wait, Rita Ora's in this? Who the fuck does Rita Ora play? Oh, what the, oh it doesn't say. Fuck. Okay, whatever. I'm guessing a Pokemon, maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds is just playing Deadpool as a PG-13 Pokemon, um, and that's fucking great, because I love Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is just one of the best, um, comedic, comedic actors, uh, I can think of, and the scene where, uh, they're in, uh, fucking hell, um, they are, uh, interview not interviewing interrogating that's the word uh mr mime is great um i thought justice smith the main dude was all right uh and Catherine newton his love interest i guess i don't think i needed the love interest bit i think they could have just been friends really um because their chemistry is a little clunky together so i don't know uh other than that yeah a lot of Pokemon I recognized, a lot of Pokemon I didn't recognize. I basically stopped caring after uh, a couple years of playing them. I've never finished a Pokemon game. The closest I got was um, on an emulator on my phone for Pokemon Red. I think Fire Red, if that's something. Uh, but then my phone save file corrupted, uh, and I'd gotten to Articuno, or... One of the legendary birds. I think I got Zapdos. I think I had to get Articuno. And then I was going get, to get Moltres. And then do the Elite Four. But I think my save file corrupted. Um, just before I got Articuno. Or. No. I think what happened was. I went to battle Art Articuno. And I accidentally. Beat Articuno. So I'd have to wait. Um, to go back and capture Articuno again, I think, from what I was reading when I was playing, uh, that if you accidentally... Because I didn't have any fucking Pokeballs. Um, no, I did, but I think they were only just regular Pokeballs. I don't think there were any great ones or... Um, I don't know, Mega Balls? I know there's Master Balls. I don't actually remember what uh, Pokemon Balls. I know there's Great Balls and Pokeballs. Um, I think Master Ball is the one that can guarantee you a capture without, like, for Legendary that you use on Mewtwo or Mew or, uh, the supposedly Legendary Birds, but I didn't need it for uh, Zapdos, which was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that was that. Uh, but yeah, I liked Pokemon. Uh, 
story was okay, pretty straightforward, bit of a twist and turns, um, villains, alright, Mewtwo, dope, Pikachu, dope, Psyduck, dope, um, Jigglypuff, creepy, um, Mr. Bime, creepy, <laughs> uh, a lot of the, uh, fighting is good, I am not a reviewer, so don't take this as anything worthwhile, just go see the movie if you want to see it, yeah, I'd recommend it. Uh, then I went and saw, this week, uh, Longshot, which is a Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, uh, comedy where Charlize Theron's running for president, uh, and Seth Rogen is a newspaper reporter, uh, who then gets fired because the big media company buys out his little media company, um, and then he quits because he doesn't want to work for the big media companies because they're all corrupt and it's a little on the nose it's very um it's definitely trying to push a certain agenda because there's a lot of uh environmental push and this isn't a bad thing um there's just it's just a little bit heavy-fisted um, in terms of its actual thing. Andy Circus is in this? Parker Wembley. Who the fuck did... What? That's mad. I, I didn't see him. Is he playing something? Oh, that's... 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 Uh, I didn't... Oh my fucking god! Is he the... Oh! He's the bad guy! Fucking hell! The prostitute makeup on him is mad if that's who I'm thinking it is fucking hell okay yeah he's the um he's the bad he's the person who buys out Seth Rogen's um newspaper company um fuck that's that is mental I didn't see that at all dude's a chameleon that's not even a CGI character that's just him in prosthetics um but yeah uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron have pretty decent chemistry. Chemichameleon. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever said. Um, but yeah, their uh, love circumstances are pretty believable. Uh, I didn't buy the uh, assistant and the other assistant... Uh, weird revelation that they're sleeping together as well um because they very i don't know because they they play it off as a you hate each other moment why are you sleeping together moment but i really didn't get that during the first half of the movie um it's just kind of like oh well why wouldn't they be sleeping together but you don't see a hatred, it's just one's a little bit more controlling than the other. Um, so yeah, that was one of my only complaints, really. I didn't I didn't buy that comedic scene. Um, it wasn't the funniest film I've ever watched. Uh, I don't think many of the jokes uh, fell flat. I think some of them just maybe I didn't get, or just maybe... Um, I wasn't, they were a little too forced, but it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. It's got a good message. 
Um, and if you like stoner sort of get high love romantic things, I'd say yeah, go for it. Uh, anything else? Anything else that I have to talk about? Uh, Snapchat filters. Why have I written? Oh yeah, because Twitter was inundated when Snapchat introduced the. Uh, I I I I didn't realize this, but it was um I was on Twitter just scrolling through, and every uh male YouTuber, Twitch streamer, uh person in general was posting pictures of them as women, which was a weird thing to see without any context, um because I'm pretty sure a couple years ago we'd had the exact same thing. So I was really confused as to why everyone was so excited about it again. Because I'm so positive that we had a uh, a period in like 2016 or just before or maybe even during 2017 of uh, a filtering app that made you look like a woman or a man. And that's so... I think they've also got a baby one as well. But I don't know. I thought... um, it's kind of, it was just kind of a weird thing for me to see uh, when it came out, and I was just really confused because I don't use Snapchat, so I don't follow the filters and I don't give a shit, and I generally hate a lot of them because they're just dumb to me. I don't see the point. Um, but yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. It was just that it was just kind of a weird thing to see uh, on in the morning and most of the day, just men posting pictures of themselves as girls. And claiming that they're super hot when... Not really. No, no. I can still see the male aspect of the photo. Especially knowing that it's a dude. It's kind of really clear. Um, and it's kind of weird. Just weird to me. Um, but whatever. I did see a funny comment um, on it that was just like... Men have such a problem with women. Um posting about how sexy they are and then as soon as they get a filter that puts them as a woman they start going how hot they are so it's just kind of weird biasy because men go oh you shouldn't dress up sexy or you you shouldn't do it just to impress people and then they do it just to impress people when they have a snapchat filter that makes them look like a girl it's kind of funny uh what else going back to movies star wars and avatar uh, are having a bit of news in terms of release dates. Uh, we got Star Wars films for 2022 after the release of uh, Episode Nine this year, and we got 2024 and 2026 for Star Wars, and those are for December. And then between those, I'm I think 2021, we got um the first of the Avatar sequels, and then 2023 and 2025 are the other release dates for the um, Avatar movies, because Disney now owns Avatar. And also, Avengers Endgame is at 2.5 billion, and it is only 200 million behind Avatar to become the highest grossing movie uh, of all time without being adjusted for inflation, which is fucking sick. Uh, because, my god, Avatar needs to get fucking taken down, because no one remembers that movie. 
And the problem that I've found, or that I've, because I was, I was questioning what could theoretically, if Endgame couldn't take it down, would be the thing to take it de- um, down from the top spot. And your options in terms of pop culture, like massive, enormous things that probably could, are Star Wars, another Avengers movie, and um, the Avatar sequels. But I always question the Avatar sequels, because I didn't ever think people would remember Avatar um, for anyone to give a shit about the sequels coming out and causing them to make money. Now, with the uh, Avengers Endgame coming and probably inevitably dethroning um, the top spot of the movies... Uh, sorry, my thing just froze for a second, so I was just questioning what happened to the uh, audio recording. So if uh, if something dodgy happens during the middle of this audio recording, uh, that's why, because the software froze. So I, hopefully it recorded all of that, but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so I was I was always questioning, because no one no one's subconscious or no one's consciousness uh, was thinking about Avatar or even remembered Avatar. It was just kind of a movie that blew up due to circumstances. Um, but now that it's back in the news because of Avengers Endgame taking its throne, inevitably, I think people are aware of Avatar again, which now builds up the anticipation for the new ones. So I am curious to see how well the new, the uh, sequels to Avatar actually do. Now, the the thing that I'm thinking about is with Avatar being such a huge smash and then it being, what, 11, 12 years between the sequel, the movie has to do... It, it can't be average and it can't be shit because if it's either of those things... It won't make money. It will make money, but people won't come back for the others. It, they'll, they'll lose money on it every time, I think. I don't think the curiosity if the movie is average or bad is going to sustain it going over a billion each time. I don't see it happening. I can see the first of the sequels getting a billion if it's good, and then maybe even going to two billion if it's better than average and it's pretty goddamn good it's pretty good or it's goddamn good or it's amazing um which i don't know if i see it happening because i don't know did anyone really care about the characters uh james cameron's got a lot of work to do i guess um to actually make these movies interesting uh and he, i don't know if people give a shit about 3d movies anymore um, so that takes away the, uh, sort of drive that the first one had as well, uh, because I don't think people really care about the Avatar, like, 3D live, ac- uh, 3D sort of appeal anymore, because we've kind of been burnt out over the last 10, 12 years since, uh, Avatar came out, I think 10 years ago, uh, 12 years by the time the next one comes out uh but people don't really give a shit anymore because studios 
basically used it as a way to get more money from people but didn't actually make the 3D worthwhile. So people just kind of realized, oh, it's basically just depth. Stuff doesn't really come out of the screen anymore. And if it is, it's for one scene. So cool. So worth the extra money. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm generally curious, but I also don't think Star Wars can probably dethrone. Like I'm I'm not really sure. A lot of um people. Uh, like I don't know if Star I know Star Wars is huge, but I don't know if people are really buying. Like I know Star Wars um episode uh seven is the third or fourth highest grossing movie at like two billion um and infinity war is either ahead of that or behind that um so star wars definitely does make money but the last jedi didn't make as much money um and the whole debacle around the last jedi being controversial and I liked it. I actually generally enjoyed the Star uh, the Last Jedi um, more than the Force Awakens, uh, just because I thought the Force Awakens was pretty much the same movie as A New Hope, and I didn't really care about A New Hope when that came out. Uh, well, not when it came out, because I wasn't born when it came out, but when I watched it. Um, and like I've said before, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I just I want to just go and watch the movie and enjoy them. I don't need the whole. Oh my god, if you like the prequels, you're a dumbass. Oh my god, if you like the Nos Jedi, you're a dumbass. Oh my god, I hate the Disney renaissance of uh, Star Wars movies. They're all trash. Like, nah, they're pretty good. Uh, Han Solo, though, trash. I'll agree. I'll agree with Han Solo as trash. Uh, uh, I never wanted a Han Solo movie. I couldn't give a shit. I'd rather have an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Because that seems interesting. Han Solo is not an interesting character to me. Like, he was mysterious, but that was his appeal. You didn't know anything about him. Um, so, yeah, that kind of bummed me out. Uh, but yeah, I generally don't know what the future... Uh, how long it will be before something topples Avengers Endgame. Uh, if it surpasses Avatar, which it's inevitably going to do because it only needs to make 200 million and it's out for probably another month, two months, uh, minimum, maximum. Uh, I don't actually, I think, I can never remember how long a movie's runtime is. Normally it's about two months in cinemas, uh, on average, I'd imagine, from what I can remember of actually seeing a movie come out and then when it theatrically ends, normally about two months, three months. And I'm sure Disney will push it um, in cinemas for longer, uh, just simply because they want to make as much money from this film as they possibly can, um, because it's basically the end of 11 years of build-up. So it took 11 years of build-up from the point of when Avatar actually came out for something to topple Avatar. So... Who knows whether or not we'll see anything like it again. Uh, Maybe the 11 to 12 year hiatus from Avatar movies 
will have pumped people up so much to go and see the Avatar sequel. Ooh, who knows? Uh, um, what else? Uh, speaking of Disney, Disney is now going to have full control over Hulu, uh, which is pretty interesting because I think, who is it that owned the other stake? Because Disney, uh, it was originally between... Uh, Disney, 20th Century Fox, Comcast, NBC Universal, and Time Warner. Um, I think those all merged into just Time Warner Media. Um, but Disney now bought out Fox, which means they owned like 60%. And then, uh, uh, let me have a look. Uh, the company became. The majority stay stakeholder in the streaming video after it closed its deal with in March. Uh, now Time Warner Media, now owned by AT&T, agreed to sell its 9.5% interest back to Hulu. CNN is a division of Warner Media. Warner Media. Um, Comcast owns roughly a third of Hulu. Under the terms of the deal, Comcast will sell its interest to Disney for Hulu's fair market value no earlier than 2024. Disney has guaranteed that the sale price will reflect a minimum total equity value of $27.5 billion for Hulu at the time of according to a press release. So essentially Disney is just buying up every media company so that they can... I don't know what they're going to do with it because they've just released their own or are about to release their own streaming service. So are they just going to shut it down and transfer all the um, content over to their Disney Plus streaming service? Or are they just going to integrate Hulu and... <gasps> Maybe that's what they might do. They might... um Because Hulu uh, can technically be a subsidiary of the Disney Corporation, they could probably put all of their uh, R-rated stuff onto Hulu rather than their Disney thing. So if you want all the R-rated Disney stuff, uh, like a Deadpool, um, I think Alien, Terminator, all of that sort of stuff, uh, you could put that onto the Hulu side of Disney. Uh, rather than having all of the Disney Plus having a age filter selection where you go, ah, here is uh, Deadpool locked behind this door that says, are you 18 plus? Yes or no? Add a credit card just to make sure. Um, but yeah, that's definitely an interesting thing to uh, see in the media because I didn't... I knew Disney owned a large percentage of Hulu anyway, which always confused me because it was like, well, are they just going to turn Hulu into their streaming service or are they going to just keep it as is? But yeah, it's a very interesting thing, but we have to wait till 2024 to see what actually happens. So that'll be interesting. Uh, what's the last bit of news that I have to talk about? Uh, Captain Marvel end credit scene makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was looking through, uh, Facebook news articles and stuff, and one of them reminded me that, because I'd always had the suspicion that maybe Marvel just decided to drop the pager 
uh, aspect of Captain Marvel uh, as to make it seem like the pager didn't work. But then at the end of Captain Marvel, it shows Captain Marvel coming back to Earth because of the pager. Now, in Avengers Endgame, spoilers, uh, the pager is not mentioned. The pager is nowhere to be seen. Tony Stark gets picked up by Captain Marvel in space and then comes to Earth. That's your introduction to Captain Marvel. Now, what people have speculated is the... It's basically the pager scene is before Endgame. So it's Captain Marvel comes to Earth, the Avengers fill her in on what happened to the Earth, what happened to the universe, the snap, and then Captain Marvel goes out and looks for Tony, maybe, because Rocket might have put a GPS tracker on the Milano, the spaceship, because why wouldn't he? It's his. It's not his spaceship, but it's his home and stuff, so he'd probably have a tracker to keep like an eye out for it. And so maybe Captain Marvel was look because it seems random coincidence that Captain Marvel just happens to find Tony Stark and then bring him back to Earth and then no one questions who Captain Marvel is except for that brief like who are you why are you here that sort of exchange but if you take the end credit scenes of Captain Marvel where it's her coming back to the pager and then that sort of thing canonically it technically works um she comes back she finds out what happened. Then she goes off and finds Tony. Tony comes back. Then they have that. So it does technically work. Because I always just thought... Because Ke- uh, Kevin Feige and stuff had said in the past that... Um, the reason why Captain Marvel hadn't taken place... Uh, or hadn't interve- intervened with events of Age of Ultron... And the first Avengers movie... And any other major like attacks was because maybe Nick Fury had pressed the pager before but she didn't come which might be a coincidental thing but I was uh, that's why I thought when they ignored it in Endgame that maybe they had maybe he had pushed the pager and she just it just never worked Um, but now uh, the internet thank god kind of helped figure that out because i was always under the impression that maybe the page just didn't work but now it kind of i kind of forgot about that if you take it into consideration why was captain marvel just float uh, somehow around by tony stark you could theoretically understand if she came to earth looking for nick fury um and then went out to look for tony um because the avengers told her about what happened and she goes out trying to look for Thanos and stumbles across Tony or Rocket has some sort of tracking thing on the Milano so that he can do that uh what else what else can I talk about uh the God of War documentary that um was very interesting I've never played a God of War um but the God of War documentary by PlayStation if you go look it up it's about two hours long I wasn't really expecting to watch it. I was just kind of like bored one day and just decided, ah, fuck it, I'll flip it on. Um, it's called Raising Kratos. And uh, it's about the development of the God of War game that came out in 2018, I think. I think it came out in 2018. 2018 or 2017. One of the two. Um, 
but it was uh, the conception and a bit of the past of the company and how God of War 3 didn't sell very well or wasn't received very well uh, and the dude Cory Balrog coming back but he'd had kids so he didn't want to just do a murderous rampaging uh, Kratos um, and the development nightmare and all of the processing and some of the layoffs and it's quite an in-depth look at the company and the process of the game and if you enjoyed God of War I definitely say give it a watch if you've not uh, played a God of War it definitely made me interested into playing a God of War game because the studio put a hell of a lot of effort into it and I kind of want to reward that I do technically own uh, God of War, one of them, because it came out on PlayStation Plus, and I do own the current God of War, I just never had time to play it. Um, so I might go and try and play that, because um, I've heard it's good, and I was kind of interested, and now I'm interested very much after this documentary. But it's uh, a very interesting thing to watch. Uh, and I think the final bit of news that I have is... Uh, related to sort of the Samsung Galaxy Fold where you have a screen that bends rather than just a standard screen. Uh, Lenovo has unveiled the first foldable PC screen uh, laptop. Um, so uh, the instead of having a standard laptop screen and keyboard, it's basically just a screen that folds down but it's the size of a laptop. So it's a laptop, but it's got the screen with a folding uh, OLED display. 13.3-inches, uh, 4.3 2K OLED uh, display. Uh, folds up to about the size of a hardcover book. Uh, they're saying it's, it weighs less than two pounds. Uh, apparently that's... As much as a hardcover copy of the larger Harry Potter books. Don't know why that's included. Um, but yeah, it's just fascinating to see the uh, applications of folding screens uh, going into other things. Uh, I've seen uh, a tech reviewer point out that the whole reason you have laptops is because you want a versatile keyboard. Um, and the idea of using just a screen keyboard isn't very appealing, but I don't know because you can with the Lenovo, ugh, Lenovo um, yoga sort of things, where they're sort of you turn them into a tablet sort of thing. This seems to be very much the same sort of thing, but I think you can just lay it flat, I guess, and or fold it so it's uh, a laptop. Um, but yeah, it's just a very interesting thing uh, to see uh, come out of the folding screen sort of things. Uh, and I think it's got some powerful specs. I don't know exactly where the specs are on this. I don't I don't know if they've released specs, but I've heard there are some pretty decent specs onto it. Uh, it'll, it'll run on Windows, offer an Intel CPU... Uh, and that's about it so far. Um, but yeah, just uh, folding screens in general are hopefully becoming more and more mainstream 
as companies work it out. I think the price would be between... Uh, I think they were cheaper than the actual smartphones, which is very interesting. Because if you think about it, why would you buy the smartphone if you can buy a laptop that's basically the same thing uh, for less? So if they can get the price down to about 1500 which is about the same as the... Actually, no, less than the... Uh, well, if I'm doing it via UK, I think the... Samsung Galaxy Fold is about fifteen hundred UK and nineteen hundred uh, dollars in America. Um, so if they're doing it based on dollars, I'd reckon if they could get it below two thousand uh, dollars, then they're gonna definitely take a jab at the uh, smartphone devices, um, which would be interesting to see. But yeah, I think that's it for today or this week at least, uh, I will hopefully be back next week with some uh, news and stuff that's come out. Um, I've got a holiday to book and plan, so in July I might I might do some, I don't know. I'm sharing with some people and I don't know if they want to be on the podcast or uh, I want them on the podcast, not because I don't want to do the podcast I just think I kind of just want to enjoy my holiday because uh, I'll be turning 21 and I don't particularly want to have to work even though this isn't technically a job yet uh, it'll be interesting to see I might do it when I come back but uh, I got basically this month next month and then I'm off for two weeks and then we'll see but yeah I think that's enough for today this week and I'll see you next peace out